<laughs> Good evening. I have no idea what is going on. Um, I don't know who can hear me. I don't know who can't hear me. I don't know who's in the show. Uh, apart from obviously the people you can see if you're watching. It was all, it was all my fault. It was all my fault. I apologise. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Was you guys were talking? So they kick you two out. Then I made the joke. I thought it was a playoff only podcast, and no one could hear me whatsoever. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, fair enough." So then, obviously, you could, you guys couldn't hear me. So then I was trying to sort out my audio. Then I was like, "I was going to happen. I need to leave, then come back because I've attached my camera." It's weird. It has to do that. But JP's like, "Oh, what's going on?" So he left. Matt's just there going, "I don't know what's going." On. And then I come back on. I'm going live. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think Bones just set us off to go. Uh, this is the least prepped, planned episode I think we've probably ever had, and that's fucking saying something. Um, anyway, thank you for those that are joining us. Let us know in the chat if you are on live. For those listening, uh, I have Mark, JP, and Jamie with me. Uh, again, it's another mix-up of the two shows, which I think is probably how it's going to be from now on. If we can get one episode out a week, I think we're doing pretty well. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, welcome back to joining us, guys, and thanks for joining us, those that are watching and listening. Um, playoffs, first round is almost done. We've got another game tonight. Um, I'm going to be dead honest, I watched very little NFL this weekend, apart from one game. Um, I didn't watch anything else. I've not watched any highlights. I've been busy. So, um, I am literally going to hand over to you guys to talk about your games and the other games if you watch them. And I'm just going to probably fall asleep if that's all right. <laughs> um, oh, well, I think if we start. Yeah, if we start with the first game, which was uh, our game, Mark. I'll let you go into more detail. I watched it without sound. I was out in a bar and he didn't have the sound on so you'll have a better remembrance uh, better memory of the game than i will shall we say yeah before i go into the game though i just want to comment right that this is a um this is a good effort on the beard front guys you know jamie's looking fucking manly i mean look at that yeah <laughs> oh, jamie is looking incredibly manly drinking cherry pepsi max <laughs> Matt's Matt, Matt coming along. Mine, I, I can always go a good facial hair. I don't know what's quite happening with JP though. But you, 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 you're trying there, John. I can see you've got something on. You've got you've got something there. Nobody knows what's happening with me. I don't know what's happening with me, Mark. So don't worry too much about that. I can't <laughs> wait for the off season when we just talk about facial hair. Just, just let ourselves go. Nobody's having showers <laughs> anymore. Nobody's having showers anymore. We'll all turn our underwear inside out. That's coming from a friend of the show, Jason, there, Jamie's mate, who's just said he looks fucking homeless. <laughs> so, you look rustic, mate. You look I mean, like, you look like, like a chef. I've got <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. I've been called Mar from Home Alone. I mean, whatever you prefer. I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, the hair, luckily, oh, I've got man. the headphones on, but luckily, my hair. Yeah, man, you, no, look, it, you look, you look, you look, you look rusty. You look rusty. <laughs> right, anyway, let's yeah. go back where Chad had a hair I, and a fine right beard this time of year. Should I tell you who has got a fine head of hair? Oh, he's still talking. Do you know who has got a fine head of hair and a fine beard this time of year? Derek Carr. He's grown his hair out for the playoffs. And lo and behold, the radars were there. I don't know about you, Matt, but first of all, like I was surprised that we actually made the playoffs to start off with. You know, like unbelievable. We said, we said last week we weren't a very good team. 
You know, like we had six walk-off wins this season. You know, that, that's a really volatile variable. You know, um, the offense has been very poor for the second half of the season. Um, and alarmingly, it's been our defense that has carried us through. Um, we've got the worst red zone defense, regardless of that, for the last 30 years. But somehow we managed to make our way into the playoffs and we went to Ohio to play the Cincinnati Bengals. So we've been on fire. You know, Joe Burrow is, oh, what a player that kid is. And we didn't lose. We didn't get hammered. We didn't get hammered, Matt. You know what I mean? You know, Joe Burrow, I think, threw for 244 yards. Let me check. I did screenshot the stats. Um, So Joe Burrow threw for... Look at me, Uber prepared like a good professional. Sorry, <laughs> viewers. Joe Burrow threw for 244 yards. I was correct. Um, and over 100 of them yards, 116 went to Jamar Chase. You know, and this is a guy who coming into the season, you know, like coming into the playoffs, last two games, and threw for almost 1,000 yards. You know, I knew that our cover three was not going to let anything over the top. What I was concerned about was Joe Mixon in the underneath game. But to be honest with you, Matt, we didn't give up an awful lot there either. We held them to under 83 yards rushing. And only 48 of them yards come from Joe Mixon. And Jamar Chase had 23 of them as well on gadget plays. So our defence really did a number in this game. You know, they really did well. Um, to be honest with you, their, their, their reserve right tackle did a reasonable job of keeping Max... Um, Max Crosby quiet. Azuma did a lot of damage underneath. We've never been able to cover tight ends. You know what I mean? I, I, I look forward to the day when the Raiders actually find a solution to their tight end issues in defending them. Um, Azuma's a good one. He's better than average, I would say. And he had himself 68 yards. But all in all, you know, our defence did well. You know, defensively, we did well. What happened with us is what we've seen time and time and time again. Horrendous offensive line play to start off with. Three penalties on one drive. Another. Everybody on our offensive line got a holding call against them in that, day, in that game. You know what I mean? Our right-hand side's an absolute turnstile. Then there was the mental errors. You know, there was the mental error from Peyton Barber, which put us right in the shit. On the kickoff, you know, then there was the absolute boneheaded mental error by whoever decided to try and block their number one pass rusher with a tight end one on one. You know what I mean? And and, and ultimately, though, we we had we, we win the game until the last second. Now you'll argue, did Carr need to spike the ball and burn a play? Could we not have just ran two plays? You know what I mean? Though? could we not have just ran two plays? We had time to do it. Um, our red zone offense had been looking flat. People are pausing on Twitter and looking and saying, Look, damn, and while I was open, but to be honest with you, he wasn't. You know, the ball had already left Carl's hand by that point, they've just paused it at a decent time for them. But all in all, you know, you kind of grumble at the season that we've had, you know what I mean? To be in the playoffs, and uh, look, we didn't go out in steel as fashion, you know, the other team didn't run out of fireworks because they'd scored so many <laughs> touchdowns. You know, the, Ra the Raiders were probably the worst of the teams in the playoffs. Um, some people would argue the Steelers and some people would argue the, the Eagles. I think you could e easily argue that we were probably the worst team in the playoffs. 
and we didn't get embarrassed, Matt. I don't know how you guys felt, but that's my overall synopsis of it. I said uh, similar to JP yesterday that um, I can't be mad. Uh, you know, we weren't we weren't blown away like you said, and and I think what people probably don't realise is how good Burrow was in the games before it. Like you said, nearly a thousand yards um, just short of, and yet we kept him for less than two fifty. Um, yeah, I, I can't be I can't be pissed off. Um, I've said it all along that I, I, I was buzzing with a winning season, so to even make the playoffs was just ridiculous from what has gone on and what the team have had to go through. And I know it's a cliche, it's easy to say, oh, this has happened, that's happened, but it has happened. More's happened this year to the Raiders and it's probably happened to most teams in history ever, um, you know. So, yeah, I can't I can't be mad. Um, and, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a game show type answer, but I was happy to be there. Um, and we gave a decent account of ourselves, so I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I thought you did fine. I, I thought it was a close game and you were a little bit unlucky. At the end of the day, if you get to the last play of the game, you've not done a bad job. Um, I don't think anybody would have said you were favourites. I, I agree with what you said, Mark. Offensive line in particular was basically downfall. But I think anybody who's watched the Raiders at any length would have probably guessed at that. There's some good players on that O-line. It just doesn't quite seem to come together. But the interior line was was struggling. Left guard, centre, right guard. They seem to be getting overwhelmed on almost every player. It, it kind of it affects Carr. You can, and it would affect any QB. If you've got somebody that's like directly in your face every snap, it's going to be an issue. I could definitely see it was rattling him a bit towards the end of the game. But, I mean, you know, like you've said, with everything you've gone through this year, that isn't a bad season. Like, it'd be interesting to see where you go from here. There's a lot of questions about what are you going to do, who's GM, who's head coach. I'm really curious to get you guys' thoughts on that in terms of, like, what you think is going to happen next. I, My personal opinion, I think Mayock's probably going to stay and then coach is kind of up in the air at that point because he's going to largely choose them, I think. Maybe you'll keep Versace, I, I don't know, but there's definitely a lot of questions to be answered. But in terms of the overall season, you've not had a bad you know, you've not had a bad season at all, really. Yeah, John, look at that seamless transition as I couldn't find the unmute button. Professional as ever, guys. You know what I mean? Just fumbling around for the mute. You want to say he's in a meeting at work. Um sometimes I go like this. <laughs> Just, just to take the piss so people can go, Mark, you're not on Mark, you're on mute, Mark, you're on mute. And I just kind of get like a little giggle out of it. That time I genuinely <laughs> couldn't find the button, so it's all about But to answer your questions, JP, um, before they leave my head, where does the Raiders go from here? I think that Miok will probably stay because we need some level of continuity. We've just reached the playoffs and it would take a bold move to burn it down at this point. I think what they think is the thing, right, we've got 10 wins this season. Let's keep one of them in place and let's push for another playoff appearance next year. You know, that's the first thing. I think Miok will stay as GM because we need to have some continuity. I don't think Rich Bisaccia will be um, considered for the head coach. Just when we saw... You know, like that run at the end, you know what I mean? And the mismanagement around snapping the ball and and, and, and spiking the ball and timeouts being taken and all that kind of stuff. What the saw is a guy who's got the back end of the team and who rallied them, but really who's lacking on the game management side. I mean, Anthony Lynn level, 
Macken, uh, lacking, you know what I mean? I'm quite happy to be an assistant. I'm quite happy to come back to special teams. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't really think he will be um, the head coach. I think I think it probably is going to be Harbour. The next the next decision is is which of the coaching staff stays. Well, we've talked about how much our defense has improved. You know what I mean? For the first time in ever, it wasn't in the bottom third or bottom quarter. It's actually in the top third. Um, does that earn Gus Bradley? Another season as, as defensive coordinator. Harbour might want to bring Fangio across. I would jump at that. Um, then you've got to look at the personnel. You've got to go. We had a lot of pieces on one-year deals. You know, we've got three defensive tackles in um, Phylon, um Jefferson and Solomon Thomas, who were all signed on one-year deals. Uh, Jonathan Haskins is in the final year of his contract. So there's our fourth defensive tackle, who's all our free agents. Then you look elsewhere in the roster, and you've got Casey Haywood, who done very well at corner on a one-year deal. 32, exceeded expectation. We'll probably bring him back for another year, but can we expect the same performance at 33? Then you look at the rest of the position group, you think, who's our lockdown corner? Well, it can't be the 33-year-old and to be honest with you, Trayvon Mullins going into his fourth year, he was promising the first year, reclined the second year, was injured the third year. He's got one year left on his contract, and we don't really know what he is. Um, Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram can, can play two schemes. Jonathan Abram can play two streams, he can. He can play the four six bears, but it's not 1986. And teams aren't run heavy anymore. Or he can play cover three. He can't live in any other defensive scheme. And he's going to be coming up to the fifth-year option soon. So that's just the defensive side of the ball. You know, there's a lot of questions to be asked there. Then you move on to the offensive side of the ball. We can't build an offensive line ourselves. That's clear to see. We've managed to get Colton Miller. And to be honest with you, Andre James got much better as the season went on and graded out about 17th out of rated sent us by PFF, so I'm happy with that. You know, we've got John Simpson, we've got Alex Leatherwood. I'm not too sure what Alex Leatherwood is, it is. And we've got Parker. Parker's gone. Leatherwood is going to be given a go because he was a first-round pick. Personally, I just think he's absolutely dreadful, but you know he's going to keep on being given a go because they're stopping him. John Simpson's probably a better, better backup. Denzel Good's contract's up. Richie Cognito never played all season. What a waste of £3 million. Then Zay Jones's contract is up. Not good enough anyway. Renfro needs to get paid, but let's remember he's a slot. You're not going to spend big money on a slot because he hasn't got home run ability. He's a chain mover. Darren Waller's been injured. He's coming into a contract that needs to be reworked. We've got Brian Edwards' field outside. Look, nothing like Teller Owens, like what we were told. Josh Jacobs come good at the end of the season, but hasn't put it all together. So you're left with the shitload of questions. Then you've got our quarterback. What kind of deal does he get? You know, he's owed 20 million this last year of his contract, so he's got one year left. I'd be inclined to let him see it out. And None of it's guaranteed, is it? That I would probably decline, I would probably just let him see it out for 20 million. And if he balls out, do the tag, you know, do what do what um Washington did with Kirk Cousins, tag him, 
you know, put a franchise tag on him. I'd be reluctant to pay him over £35 million a year. You know, which is what he's going to probably want, Matt. You know what I mean? So, there's a, there's a plethora of questions with what are the Viennas going to do. The top one for me is, is are we actually going to draft the player in the first round, which is value? You know what I mean? But it's, it's, there's, there's so many questions for us. For a team that just made the playoffs, I've just given you a litany of issues that we've got to repair. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. The first point you made about Mayock, I think Mayock gets another year. Um, mostly because I think we're all of the same opinion that Gruden and his coaches were picking the first rounders, I expect. And if Mayock's been given the mid, mid-rounders, we've done pretty well with them. Um, with what we've picked up, so I think I think Mayock gets another year, and like you said, it's a bit of continuity as well. It's somebody a familiar face. I don't think Versace is going to get the job. <clears throat> I think it's pretty nailed on after losing on Saturday, um, which I like him, but like you said, his inexperience came out on Saturday. Um, I think Bradley will stay, depending on who comes in. Um, Greg Olson again. I think it depends who comes in. As to whether he stays, and I assume Basaccio will go back to special teams. Um, I don't know, but yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say the same things you've said um, about the players. We're in a bit of a pickle, I think is um, a fair way to put it, and we've, we've just finished ten and seven. Um, so I've got some hope for you. There is one positional group which is very good. Or kick our punt on long snap are really elite. Oh, I've just let me fire alarm off by vaping in the room. But then <laughs> Yeah. Um no, they are right. I think um one made the all, all pro first team and I think one made the second team. Um but um yeah, um I think that if we, we Mark and I could talk about the Raiders um for hours on end and probably get nowhere. So I think if we if we if it's all right with Mark, I think we move on from the Raiders for now. Um, and, and if we, could, we need to come back to it, we'll come back to it. Don't worry, people. My house isn't burning down. Just this flat has very sensitive smoke alarms. Because I'm on an electric cigarette, um, I set it off. <laughs> but, uh, don't panic, anyone. Don't throw 999. You know, like, I'm all right. Believe you me, if there was a fire, me trainers would leave this building before I do. They'd be chucked out the window. <laughs> You know, next would be my wardrobe, and then finally, once I knew all that was safe, I would climb out of it, you know? Well, there's there's plenty more Geordies we could get in, uh, I'm sure, to talk about um, <laughs> poor sporting teams. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think we'll move on to, I think, JP next. Um, because No, sorry, I think Jamie next. Sorry, I think JP should be last because of... Um, I think that game is worth talking about last, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamie, yeah... Um, it was the Nickelodeon game. Of course, yeah. we want to talk about it last. <laughs> um, 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 no, I just think you'd won the game by half-time, hadn't you? So, you know. Yeah, I mean, Brady was laughing on the sidelines, weren't he, in the third quarter, coming off after about three three and outs. He was just like, yeah, it's all right. But, um, yeah, it was one of those. It just You always get nervous going into a game and then realise it was the Eagles and he just absolutely trashed them anyway. And then, like you said, half-time, it was already over. So, that that was all right. And then... It was those three and outs. He got sacked on like third down four times in a row or something like that, like from the second quarter to the third quarter. 
And then they were just like, oh, yeah, we're not even going to try and score anymore. We're just going to keep running, running the ball, running the clock down. And then the Eagles got about two touchdowns back. I mean, they weren't going to catch up. But, yeah, Brady being Brady, I guess. He does what he does in the playoffs. He always wins. I think you read that stat. He's won more playoff games than any other team besides... Oh, no, there's about three teams higher than him. The Patriots... Cowboys, possibly, and someone else that are higher than than Tom Brady. But then it's always like, well, Tom Brady's not a player. He's not a team himself. And obviously, 34 of those were with the Patriots. But, yeah, um, happy with the win. Obviously, we now go to the winner. We now, The winner of the game tonight between the Cardinals and the Rams come to Tampa, and which is going to be an interesting game. The Rams always seem to have our number. Haven't played the Cardinals, I don't think, in a few years since. I don't think, especially under Brady anyway. But, um, yeah, the Rams beat us last year and this year. So, who knows what's going to happen. Um, if it if it all turns out and just ends there, at least we won it last year, right? Who, who do you want to play out of those two? I would say the Cardinals. I mean... I agree. Like I said, the Rams seem to have our number. Same with the Saints. Don't know why. Saints are awful. Saints will lose to half of the teams, but then always seem to beat the Bucks. And I don't know why. It's just they're always just schemed right against us. And I feel like the Rams are the same. However, the Cardinals are on a losing streak. I mean, obviously, they're going to win, obviously, to get through to us. But, um, yeah, they just don't seem to be the same team as what they were early on in the season. What were they at one point? Were they like 9-0? and Can't remember if that was the actual thing, but they, they were dominating the league at one point. They were the, they had it wrapped up to win the division. 95% they were to win the division, and they didn't even win the division. That's how close they were to winning the division, and they didn't win the division. So, unless they've got a point to prove and they come out angry, it depends how it goes tonight. I'll be staying up and watching it just to see what's going on. But, yeah, it's gonna <sighs> Cardinals, I'd say. Mark. Um I've got a really <laughs> interesting point. You know that Tom Brady has played like significantly more playoff football than all other playoff quarterbacks that feature this Combined. year. Yeah. <laughs> like significantly more, like double figures. More. It was it was a le- I think it was every quarterback has played 11 combined and then Brady's in like 35. Yeah, it's considerably. <laughs> but that wasn't and most of them would be Jimmy G. Yeah, <laughs> it would be Jimmy G and Patrick Mahomes. That wasn't the point I wanted to make. The point I wanted to make was um, I watched this game. I actually watched your game and um, I had it on. The Eagles looked dreadful. You know, Jalen Hurd shot the bed. You know what I mean? For want of a better word. Um, but how brilliant was it back to see like Jamel Dean and Colton Davis back on the corners? You're getting your players back at the right time, Jamie. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Colton Davis yeah, Levante David. Levante David was the biggest one. A middle linebacker coming and just securing that middle line between mm. obviously the front and the one. The one thing we were missing we were either blitzing or we we're missing the long. And Levante David can now just come and just get and close. I'd argue, I think Levante argue. David was a big. I'll argue about your synopsis about who you would rather play. You know, when I look at that um, Tampa team, 
You know, like I think Fiasm Run D, I think Todd Bowles, what does he create? He creates an excellent Run D. You know what I mean? Um, but he can, be, they, they can get beat in their coverage sometimes. So I understand that you're like, we want to play the Rams because the Rams are a bit more run heavy, you know, cup and stuff like that. You should be able to do all right against slot coverage. You normally do. I do think if the Cardinals win, though, they can pose you some trouble. The problem is, though, is where's Hopkins? You know, like if they had Hopkins in and they were going deep a little bit more and spread it out wide, I do think the Cardinals could beat you with a full array of fit players. Um, I just think at this moment in time, you've got to think, as a as a Tampa fan, use a think and give us the Rams. I think you would want the Rams because you can stop their run game. You can stop their run game, Jamie. And I think and I think that Cooper Cup would be go flying over and getting about two hundred yards on us. But I then, think... uh, uh, but it's Matt Stafford and he's a bit average. Yeah, Matt Stafford. I'm, I'm just watching Bones's reaction. It's great. Oh, <laughs> you guys can't see it. I Careful, everyone. We don't want to upset. Well, our... If it's if it's Stafford and Brady, that'd just be two average quarterbacks going head to head, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, now. You want to see his face? He's going to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? We've had everything else on this pod so far tonight. It's been a fire alarm. That's going to be a first, hasn't it? Just not a murder. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's um, the Cardinals Rams game is an interesting one because like neither team is is playing particularly well coming into it, and yet both are pretty. You know, they've been highly tipped all season. You know, they've had a lot of hype, especially the Cardinals, probably more so actually. But it's like it's a bit of one of those games where like I don't know, you get the feeling one team's going to turn up and one team isn't. I don't know which way around, but it just it feels like. Um, it feels like one of those games where everybody's going to be like, oh, it'd be dead close, and then it'll be like a completely one-sided game, and one team will be heading home. I, I am I am happy, though, because at least one of the teams I said would go out in the first round of the playoffs is going to go out in the first round of the playoffs tonight. So I'm going to be at least partially right. <laughs> I thought you um, we were going to pull Michael Owen at the start then. I said, one team's going to come, and the other team's going to come, and one of them's going to come. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that, that's how it works. That is playoff football. <laughs> if they don't score any points, they very rarely win games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't score, you're never going to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm really intrigued by that game. I won't see it because it's at stupid o'clock and I have a job, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it, I, I really don't know what to uh, what to make of that one. I, I think I'm siding with the Rams just because I think they're a bit less um, chaotic than the Cardinals. The Cardinals started the season really well, and as is common under Cliff Kingsbury, they've now gone off a cliff. They've not ended the season well at all. I mean, you know, I, I do kind of wonder if they're going to show up tonight. It's a big, big test for a uh, big, big test for that team. You know, it's a test for kind of all of them, but I think it's going to say a lot about what uh, Kingsbury can do as well. That's why I'd say face the Cardinals. If they somehow beat the Rams, I'd rather face the Cardinals because they're not all there, I don't think. And the Rams with Cooper Cup could just turn it on at any point. And Sony Michelle. But well, you look at Cardinals, if Kyler Murray ain't playing... That's the game then. If we can get to the quarterback, they can't go do anything. Kyler Murray is their team. <laughs> he is the yeah, he's certainly the offense, isn't he? I mean, all right, Hopkins is Hopkins is a great player, but he's been missing as well. But yeah, he he unquestionably drives that team forward, and how far they go is going to basically be up to how well he plays. Um, the defense isn't bad. 
but it's also not as good as uh, it's been hyped to be. But I won't get myself in trouble by going further on about the Cardinals because we haven't we got that long. And I know there's a Cardinals defender <laughs> in the four of us. Yeah, well, <clears throat> um, I had something to ask then. It's completely gone. I was, I was miles away. Um, yeah, fuck it. Anyway, JP, your game. <laughs> um, right, let's, let's go this. Everybody, clip. Get your, get ready. Your camcorder's ready. <laughs> this is a moment in history. This is going to be the moment of the night. <laughs> I don't think I can match the intensity of last night because it was literally right after the game. Um, <laughs> that one's in the group chat if anybody wants to join it. Neighbors but, are uh, there. Are the neighbours okay now? Did you speak to him? <laughs> after I went through the ceiling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had a bit of plasterboard fall on me, but nothing there. Um yeah, it, honestly, this team is so bizarre. I'll come on to the Niners in a minute. Let's start with the Cowboys because I don't like them and I've made no secret of that. I think on any pod we've done, when the Cowboys have come up, I've done my best to shit on them all season. And I, I've been hearing pretty much all year about how good they are and how Dak Prescott's going to be comeback player of the year, possibly offensive player of the year, and Kellen Moore's a genius and Mika Parsons should be defensive player of the year, not just defensive rookie of the year. What did it amount to last night? A big fat fuck all. That's what it amounted to. So, you know, I mean, th there's a lot of things you can say about that performance last night. I will say this, Mika Parsons, if you're watching, as I'm sure you are, um, <laughs> he's been t he was talking all week about how, like, uh, right, first of all, where the fuck is Harrisburg? <laughs> I don't know where Harrisburg is. Does anybody know where Harrisburg is? I don't. Okay. M moving on. He's like, oh, I'm from Harrisburg. We bully the bullies. It's like, well, it didn't look like you were bullying too well last night when one of our wide receivers was blocking you on a running play. This guy's, what, 250 pounds? He's getting blocked by a 210-pound receiver. He'd re I'd retire if I was Mika Parsons. He was a disgrace last night. Um, Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, that showed him for what he is. He can be a very good quarterback, but he's wildly inconsistent. And he was wildly inconsistent last night as well. Um, and as for that game-ending play, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen on any NFL field. <laughs> and I'm so glad it happened to the Cowboys because if there's ever a team that deserves it, it has to be those entitled America's team fucking septuagenarian owner wankers, hasn't it, really? So I, I absolutely loved it. That's the Cowboys out of the way. Fuck the Cowboys. You're going home now. The 49ers, what, what can you say about the 49ers that hasn't already been said by me on numerous podcasts? I don't know what this team is. I, I, I give up. I, I don't know what this team is. We we run the we, we run the whole the whole spectrum from like being one of the worst teams in the league to potentially looking like we could beat anybody in the space of an hour. It's ridiculous. This team is determined to kill me off. I'm a very overweight man. I have a disability. I have many health problems already. This team is pushing me to an early grave. I can't... I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could do this for another two, three weeks. You know, like, okay, we got to get past the Packers, but if we manage to do that somehow, I don't think I'll survive the rest of the year. It's just such a wildly inconsistent team. I, like, I don't even know what to say. Everybody knows who I think the good players are on the 49ers. And every week they show up and prove me right. So I'm not saying I'm an NFL genius, but I have been telling you all all season how good Debo Samuel is. And once again, when it mattered, he showed up last night. But a big shout out to some of the other players too. Juwan Jennings, who is a guy that most people won't even know. He made some key catches last night when we absolutely needed it. 
Eric Armstead, he's not Nick Bosa, but who is? But he had a hell of a game. Um, you know, there's a few players out there last night that I thought were tremendous that you wouldn't normally talk about. Um, but we still have that problem of Jimmy Garoppolo being Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, the, the game was in hand. I thought, well, I'm going to get a, you know an early night here. This is, this is looking good. And then he somehow overthrows Trent Sherfield by about 25 yards. I mean... It was one of the worst passes I've ever seen. The guy's open by 10 yards. He's missed him. Not only has he missed him, he's thrown it straight to the defender. Like, that's what I mean. What is this team? One minute they're a high school team. The next minute they look like a Super Bowl team. I, I do not know what this team is, but I'm so glad we won because I hate Dallas. So, going on to next week, because I'm sure that was the follow-up question, but sorry I've monopolised this entire thing now. So, I'll see you all later, lads. But, yeah, going on to next week, we're going to Lambeau. We're playing the Packers. That's a tough game. You know, I can't I can't slice it any other way. That That's about as difficult as it gets to the NFL, playing in Lambeau in January. But, you know what? We beat them there before. And we should have beaten them in week three at home and didn't. And, you know, maybe Rogers will come into contact with somebody that's got COVID and he might not play. You know, there's a lot of things that could happen between now and Sunday. Um, I, I, I would never say, and I'm never going to say on this podcast, yeah, the 49ers are going to win because that is not my style. Anybody that knows that, anybody that knows me and has seen me on these pods, I am the most down on the 49ers of anybody in this, in this entire, like, group of people. We were being tipped for the NFC by other members of this podcast crew when we did the overtime, and I didn't disagree with them. I didn't agree with them either. So I ain't going to say, yeah, we're definitely going to win. NFC Championship on the way, lads. I, I don't know, but we've got a chance, and the chance is all you need at this time of year. But we're going to have to play good for 60 minutes, and I don't actually think we've done that the entire season. So I, I really don't know, but... Let's just hope for a close game and let's hope for a close win because I really want to go to Los Angeles and watch the Super Bowl and that means we need to win two more games. So let's go Niners. That's all I got. <laughs> Are you saying you're buying a ticket yeah. if you get there? I am planning on going if we get there. Yeah, I've actually I've said this on video now, so that means I've actually probably have to do it now. But I have been saying privately that if we were to get there, um, due to some circumstantial change in the last year, I actually have the money to go. So I would absolutely go if, if we got there. I should have gone two years ago, not two years ago, three years ago, sorry. I didn't. Um, I, I didn't regret it once I saw the final score and watched the game, <laughs> but I, mean, I do regret not going. If I got the chance now and we did somehow make it, which, by the way, is logistically probably very difficult because it means getting past the Packers at Lambeau and probably, if we're being honest, Tampa in Florida. And those are those are like the two most difficult games I think you can play. Rogers at QB for the Packers, and Brady at QB for the I knew we said the Patriots then for the for the Bucks. You know, like that is about as difficult as it gets. And you know, and then, you, and then you probably have Mahomes. With, what's that? You probably have Mahomes after that. And for, yeah, potentially, yeah. I think, I think based on what we've seen so far, that's quite likely. Um, I mean, to yeah, be fair, I mean, you can argue over it. who Brady or Rogers is better, and some people do um, on Twitter. But um, you know, it's yeah, it's about as difficult as it gets. We, I don't think we could have a harder route to a getting there and b potentially winning it. But that's why that's why you want to get in the playoffs to play those games, isn't it? So let's have it. I'm just enjoying the ride right now. They said it like last year as well. I know, obviously. I mean, you would argue Brady's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think it's much of an argument. But um, last year when Buccaneers were there, they were seeded around sixth as well. Then they had to go and beat Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, 
Patrick Mahomes. And he did all of that. So it's basically the same route as that you're kind of going down now. Which yeah, could it's similar. I, you know what? I, I don't know. All like, away as well, because you are the lowest rank as well. So yeah. every, every game is going to be away. I'm trying to get to where Matt and Mark got to, which is that I'm not going to be mad if things don't go our way. But I know full well that I am going to be mad if things don't go our way. So I don't know why I've attempted it. It's the hope that kills you. I think I said that to you, Matt, didn't I, over the weekend? It's the hope that kills you. Um, I, I was quietly confident we would knock Dallas off because I thought there was enough weaknesses in their team that we could do it. And we actually did it in a way that I didn't really expect. We took the best players out of the game. Parsons was basically a non-factor. I thought he was going to kill us because our O-line is brilliant. Um, looking at next week, yeah, Rodgers is good, but we have usually been able to keep him relatively quiet, at least by his usual standards. And it's one of those where if you accept he's going to get the yardage and the touchdowns that he's going to get because he is that good, he's going to make some throws that you can't account for. Can you stay in the game the rest of the time? And we have been able to do that against him in the past. So I think that's a really that's going to be a game that a lot of people are going to look past because I think they're going to see it as an easy win. And I think, if I'm being honest, they probably will win it, the Packers. But I think it'll be a closer game than people think. We're not talking about Bucks Eagles here. <laughs> yeah, well, just, just on <laughs> Eagles, by the way, it did absolutely nothing for the NFL's playoff expansion. No, that's an expanded playoffs. Then fuck me, like no, <laughs> you, know, you we... talk about that game, the Steelers and the Chiefs. I watched that this morning. That I mean, you, you would you would expect like the ch- if you went if like obviously we're going two two weeks ago now. Is it two weeks ago or last week? The whistle Whistlegate, whatever you want to call it, not that one, the other one. Um, <laughs> The one in overtime. If he just didn't go and you would have both drawn, the Chargers would have put up a better effort. Or would it have been Raiders Chiefs? It would, it would have been, Raiders, have been Raiders. Chiefs. They would have put yeah. up a better fight than Steelers. Probably Chargers. not against the Chiefs. <laughs> you didn't play them twice early on this year, James. You wouldn't have put up a better fight. Like, they're about 80-odd points on us in two games, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. But you think like possibly the Chargers would have put up a better fight. And I think the Chargers are a better team than the Steelers and possibly should have been there. But unfortunately, that draw, who did you draw against? Lions. You're welcome because the (laughs) Chiefs have just absolutely smashed them. Five touchdown Mahomes. (laughs) <laughs> literally ran out of fireworks I love that shit how Sui by the, by the Kansas City Chiefs apologising that they've run out of fireworks because they've scored too many touchdowns like yeah, I've got a big fan of the really Chiefs thing. obviously but that's brilliant shit how Sui it's best that like you know what I mean <laughs> I've never ever seen that at any level of any sport that is just insanity but it's great isn't it I mean that's why we all love the playoffs moments like that and Jerry Jones crying in his executive box. That these are the things. This is the reason why we watch the games, isn't it? I think. I think Tom. Uh, Tom got himself off to sleep very easily last night after seeing Jerry uh, crying in the executive <laughs> box. That was a creative way of saying what I actually a meant. A sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, it was. It, it was. Yeah, it was. It's been a good weekend, hasn't it? There wasn't other than maybe Steelers Chiefs and probably like. Maybe two and a half quarters of Bucks Eagles because the Eagles did at least put up a bit of a fight towards the end. I think most of the games are pretty good to watch for the most part. Um, whether that continues into this week, I don't know, but there's, there's some good games on the slate, that's for sure. Very similar, like the Bills annihilated the Patriots. We haven't talked about that game yet. Obviously, the Bills smashed them. 
I had the Patriots to win that. I did as well. I, I've started to think nobody watched that game. To be <laughs> no it was a late game, though, wasn't it, on Saturday? <laughs> Do you know Josh I, Allen I on the last game, though? Josh Allen was absolutely... He yeah. threw more touchdowns than he did um, incomplete passes. He, he did, yeah. Four, four incomplete passes, but threw five touchdowns. Yeah, just reading it. They're, they're, they're going to be... As much as nobody wants to go to Lambeau in... Um, in, in January, obviously because of gold. No one wants to go to Buffalo. Did you see the temperature there? Like, honestly, if, if somebody hit me at that temperature, it would be like hitting <laughs> glass. There would just be bits of me all over the field. But the, they, looked, they looked good, the Bills did. They looked really good, you know? The thing That's... I have about Buffalo, though, at the minute is all season they've been a bit like this. They, they've put up some really good performances. And then the week after they've shit the bed. So I'm really anxious to see what how they follow that up. But if you're gonna get hot, playoffs is the right time to do it, isn't it? So you know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who have they got next? Uh they will have Chiefs. Oh, it's the Chiefs. The Buffalo got Chiefs next, have they? Yeah, don't forget I think they were what they did they win the division? Or no, no just... Buff, Buffalo will play the Bengals surely next. No, it's coming up here saying uh, online. Yeah, tight, that... Titans, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Is it Chiefs, Bills in Buffalo? <clears throat> no, no, Chiefs no, are higher. They're, they're number one, aren't they? Uh, number two, sorry. Number two, yeah. Okay, now Titans, Bengals is going to be ugly, I think. Uh, it's... Yeah, it might be good for my bet, though. Remember, I'll put money on the Titans to win at the start of the season. 25 to yeah. 1. I'll back Don't the do. Titans at the start of the season. I'll put a £20 note on it. So I'll be 520 quid if the Titans come in. What's I'm... the fitness on Derek Henry? I've never wanted a player to be more fit <laughs> in my life than I want Derek Henry to be fit. Well, it's going to be an interesting one, that, because he hasn't played for... When did he get injured? He's not played for, like... It must be a, a good while now. So he's going to be fresh. He might be a bit rusty, but you'd want a running back like him coming in, having not took any hits for, what, three, four months. That, that could be big, you know, like... I'm still where I was last week with the Titans. I don't know what they do well, but they are a very good team. They just they, they seem to just be well-coached all round. And I keep saying this, but it's the well-coached teams that succeed in the playoffs. Look at fucking Dallas's meltdown last night. Like, that was... Was it... How many penalties did they end up with? 15, 16, something like that? You can't win a playoff game, I don't think, unless the other team somehow does worse with 16 penalties against you. It's very, very hard when you keep giving up all that yardage. So... If the Titans win the Super Bowl, everyone who's associated with the pod, not you listeners, you can fuck off, there's too many of yous, but everybody who's associated in putting the pod on, no listeners, don't fuck off, stay, because we need the attention. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everybody who's associated with it, I'll get you a pizza of your choice on me, as long as it's not from Pizza Hut, because that place is fucking expensive. <laughs> pizza Hut? <laughs> it's £5 for medium pizza. Well, if you want a medium one, then that's fine. Yeah, you can, you can go to Pizza Hut, like you know. But um, just say that you cut, you make it difficult now. Because what if the Titans books in the Super Bowl free pizza or another Lombardi? <laughs> Don't know which one I'd want more. But I, I know which one tastes better. Get a free pizza. Though. That's the question. You know, like uh, you've seen them in the Super Bowl already. How many times are you gonna get free pizza? I had a pizza the other week, actually, with my Pizza Hut points. <laughs> I, I, I get free pizza every week, actually, from 
You need so, to you need to you need to sweeten the deal more, Mark, and then maybe I'll I'll go against the book. Oh, look at Lardy Dar, you fancy bastard with your free pizza all that shit. You know what I mean? Oh look at me, I get free pizza. Look at my lovely piano of me full fucking hair. I get free pizza. You know what I mean? Though? Fucking live it up, Jamie. Live it up. These are the best years of your life, lad. <laughs> I was just looking at the um at the schedule just to make sure it was the Chiefs and the and the Bills. And just in case you don't know, the timings of the games. Uh Saturday is Titans versus Bengals at 9:30. JP's gonna love the next one. Packers 49ers, 1:15 a.m. Saturday um, into Sunday morning. I will never sleep again at this rate. Because that game's <laughs> gonna be at 4:30. And if it's as close as the last two have been. I won't get to sleep till six in the morning, probably. Like it's ridiculous that. But there you go. This is the price we pay, isn't it? Buccaneers versus the winner of tonight's game between the Rams and the Cardinals at eight PM Sunday, followed off by Chiefs Bills game of the weekend. I'd say Sunday night going into Monday morning, eleven thirty. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting to that stage of the year where the kickoff times are ridiculous. Like the conference championships are even worse. Hey, five forty. Yeah. Yeah. Let's end the show on that, right, Jamie? Let's do our predictions for the game next week, right? Right. So go through the slate of them. Who's playing first? The first game is the Titans and the Bengals. Well, we know who Mark's going with. Yeah, I'm going Titans. (laughs) Mark. I'm going Bengals. I am going to go with the Bengals. And I can't really explain it, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Go on then, Jamie. You, 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 can, you can either tie this or um, or basically become my mortal enemy for life. Uh, basically, <laughs> I mean, you've got, to, you've got to go for them. I mean, they are kind of the... The wild card, the wild cats, shall we say, of the of the playoffs. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow has been phenomenal in the yeah, last few phenomenal. weeks. Jamar Chase has been racking up over hundred yards each game. Joe Mixon could turn it at any point. Without Derrick Henry at Tannehill at quarterback, uh yeah, the Bengals just look stronger on paper for me. And I think the Bengals are going to do it. They're running high. I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs or the Bills, the Bengals. But the Bengals get into the conference final after the years that they've they've, they've gone through. I mean, it, they were saying it's the first time. 31, yeah, 31 years. 32 years technically now. They were saying um because they were doing that whole thing about texting people that they've that they've been on the uh, that they're going to the the playoffs or whatever, and it was the first time that they've ever won a conference get they've ever won a playoff game. They got to text about it. Texting wasn't invented till 1992, so it was literally the first text ever sent about the Bengals winning a playoff game, which is absolutely mental. I will try and help you out though, Mark, and I'm going to bring him in slowly here just so he's not too scared in the deer in the headlights moment. But Bones might go with you. Bones might say the Titans are going to win. I don't think you will. <laughs> Bones. Titans. I'd rather see the Titans win than the Bengals. Bengals have got their win now. We can we can <laughs> sort off. They've got their one playoff win. <laughs> Is are you picking the Titans to beat the Bengals because you're getting cat envy? <laughs> cat envy. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Let's let's say it's that. Let's say it's that. Let's say it's 
Let's say it's not how insufferable Ohio football fans are. Let's say it's, you're going to say it's a bit different then. It's big cat envy. It's big cat. It's big cat envy. It's nothing to do with Ohio football fans. Nothing to do with that. It's a good job the Panthers aren't in the playoffs. Wouldn't the Panthers also charring? You know, like Titans because. They've got big cat envy as well, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> if anybody Hashtag from the Bengals social media team is watching, there, there's, <laughs> your, there's your next tagline. Hashtag big cat envy. All Falcons fans are chowing on the Rams tonight because they don't want another bird. You can't call it big bird envy. I think Sesame Street will sue us. Jim, your fault. There's no weird ass fans ch uh, chowing you. There's only one pirate. Can never be in the playoffs, like you know what I mean. Oh, sorry, we're still through. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised though, because I thought it would be a massive thing. And you'll go off about that whistle. We haven't talked about it, but that whistle touchdown score. Oh, fuck it. Well, we're gonna lose anyway. You know, what I mean? beyond <laughs> it. I'm beyond I'm... it. You know what I mean? I'm beyond I mean, to it. Me, to me, that's kind of like, and I, I put it on um on Twitter anyway. But to me, it was kind of like a. A Formula One moment, you know, when they just decided, oh yeah, you're just gonna run in and just gonna take it, and then oh, let Max Verstappen win it all. The officiating uh, one, but now we've got you in, we can have a right good pick to learn about officiating because officiating for ours was so bad. There was a time where they were literally discussing, like you know, there was like three penalties on the field, and you can literally read his lips. He was going, "What's going on?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, like the officiating was fucking bad. But, you know, on that touchdown with the whistle, this is my view on it. Had they not scored that touchdown there, they would have probably scored at the next play. Yeah. And we needed that fucking 30 seconds or 50 seconds or what was ever on the clock to go up and score a touchdown anyway. So had the ball stayed in their hands longer and had they scored a touchdown, say, a player two later, we would never have got our touchdown before the half. Swings and roundabouts, doesn't it? It's not ideal, but say like worst case scenario, they they do blow that ball dead. It's a replay of downs. It's not even a lost downs for the Bengals. It's literally just a dead ball and a replay of that down specifically. So, well, it might have, like you say, it might have delayed the touchdown by a play if it had been called. It's just weird, isn't it? It's interesting how many, like the only thing they had to review the play, but the only thing reviewable on the play was whether the quarterback stepped out of bounds. An erroneous whistle is not a reviewable. Error. Just... That wasn't even the worst like reviewing call though. The re the best reviewing call. I mean, JP will love it anyway. Was the kind of Dallas one. Well, like, we're gonna review the ball to see where the ball was. Then we're gonna review it. Yeah, it was there. Okay, let's remeasure it from that point instead. Yeah, we were. I don't think I've often seen half an index card. It was the old. It was the old fucking Raiders one again, wasn't it? It's... It, it was such a. Shame it's just not often because... you see that, is it? Like you don't see. <laughs> many games where the referees go and do a video review to check the spot so that they can remeasure after they've already <laughs> measured and said it was fine the, the thing about that sure one that it's is, fine like isn't the process of a review supposed to be it's going to be what's the word they use it's a, it's an american word i'm not even convinced it is incontrovertible i don't even think that's a word that's a car isn't it anyway incontrovertible video evidence that something's wrong and then they'll then they'll reverse it they looked at that replay for, I mean, to be honest, with me being sat there at fucking half one in the morning, it felt like about four hours, but they looked at that <laughs> replay for a very long time. And it can't have been, you know, it can't have been that, that obvious a mistake if they were taking that long to look at it. It was just so bizarre. Like, 
I don't think it was a first down for what it's worth. It, when I looked at it in real time, and by real time, I mean a minute after it had happened, after Jamie had already told me, um, you know, like I, um, you know, looking at it in real time, I thought he was short, but I just couldn't understand what was taking so long to review it. You surely you look at it and you go, right, okay, he's either short or he hasn't, you know, he's got it. It's, there's no in between. It's a, it's a genuine binary choice. It's not like, oh yeah, well, I think then remeasuring it, it's like, are you taking a fucking piss or what? You know, get a fucking protractor out. Just, the best bit is like the duality of Cowboys fans after the game, though, that were perfectly happy to sit and wait for that to be reviewed for like a good two to three minutes, which is just ridiculous. Like, it's so stupid. But not only that, at the end of the game, they wanted to be able to, like, Dak Prescott to spot his own fucking ball. They think the <laughs> NFL officials don't actually have to spot the ball anymore. Like, why couldn't Dak just spike it? Like, because a referee has to touch the ball before a play can. Like, it's just, oh, mate, they just, they don't, I swear people just. Don't either <laughs> the know the rules about, or want the rules the changing like for that, that team. Well. It's like if you don't want that controversy, then don't call that fucking play. They didn't need it. That's the thing. You know, they were driving down the field perfectly fine. I reckon they would have got what did they have left? Like twelve seconds. I reckon they would have got within range with one more play. They didn't need to run a running a quarterback draw. Uh, not even a two minute draw. It was just. I mean, don't, like I said earlier, it was the best ending to a game I've ever seen because it was the Cowboys and it was us that were on the right end of it. But what on earth is that? Can I just throw something in for debate as well? There's been some talk that Mike McCarthy might get the boot and Kellen Moore, the offensive genius, might get promoted to head coach. Do we think there's any mileage in that, especially after that? No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. You know. Can you? You cannot blame. You cannot say Kellen Moore's this offensive genius, and he's created a brilliant offense all season, and then blame Mike McCarthy for the offense looking bad in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You can't no, do totally it. It's either one of you. It's either Kellen Moore's offense, which means it looked shit yesterday. Or it was Mike McCarthy doing it, which means, well, Kellen Moore didn't have anything to do with a good offense then. What is it? You can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? It's got to be one or the other, hasn't it? No, I, I agree with you. It's just, it's something that's out there. So I thought I'd just, thought I'd just raise it. But yeah, um, I, I think Mark wants to get onto the next prediction. So we'll, we'll yes. do that. I think, he's, so... I think he's losing his temper because he's giving me one word answers now. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's move so, on. It went. Bengals was three of us, two of us went for Titans. The next game is the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Mark. Packers. Matt. Packers. I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers. Can I pick last here? Because I want to yeah. see what everybody else does. Matt. Green Bay. Bones. I think going to I think going to Lambo. In January, playing Aaron Rodgers in the cold weather is is, is difficult, regardless of who you are. <laughs> there's no way Bones is picking us. I, I know he hates the Packers, but there's absolutely no way. So logically, the Packers, but in my heart of heart, fuck the Packers. Let's go Niners. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if we if we can beat them, you can beat them. Fuck. Packers. They were losing when Rodgers and the first string were still on the fucking field. I don't care what Packers fans say. Like, lose to the Niners. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the only good thing that happened this whole year. <laughs> Fuck the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, selfishly, I'd love the 49ers to win. I'm not saying it's an easier game, but you know, would have to go to Lambo. 
I mean, no, I'd say, would we rather be at home at Florida against the 49ers or away at Lambeau? Yeah, I'd rather be at home at Florida. Um, So, I want the 49ers to win. I hope they do. I'll be rooting for you. But, yeah, the Packers are... They are the the strongest team. They are joint best record in the the NFL this year, tied with ourselves in the books. We have the two best records of the year. They are one of... It's between Rodgers and Brady for MVP. They are the best team in the NFL at this moment in time. I guess that just leaves me then. Firstly, Debo Samuel for MVP. Anyway, (laughs) the game itself. Um, Do you know what? Every argument says the Packers, and I get that, but this is my team. I'm not confident in this, but I have to do it, don't I, really? (laughs) Fuck the anti-vax Packers. Go Niners. Cool. This time we've got three for two on the Packers side. Jamie, what's the next one? Oh, yeah, you went for him, didn't you? Yeah, three, two, yeah. Uh, it's Buccaneers versus, I mean, it's Buccaneers versus Rams or Cards. Do you want to okay. pick who goes through and who wins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, I'm seeing the Buccaneers going to win at home. Well, Buccaneers are at home regardless who it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah number two so, seed. I think that whoever goes there, the Buccaneers are going to win. Okay. Matt? I think the Rams win tonight and then um, Rams-Bucks is a, is a belter of a matchup, I think, for me. So if I'm basing it on the Rams going there, I still think the Bucks will win it. I think, they, I think they'll beat Cardinals quite easily. I, I think someone touched on it earlier that, they're, that they've, they have fell off with JP, they have fell off a cliff, um, you know. Um, but I, I think the Rams will beat them tonight and I think the Bucks will beat the Rams. JP. I'm taking the Rams, taking the Rams tonight, and then I think it's the books. I can't see anybody but the books. Okay, Bones. (laughs) You muted Bones, and I think it's for the best because I I knew what was coming out there. I have my mic. I want. I really want the Rams to win. Like deep down, I want the Rams to win. But again, it's oh, logic versus what I want in my heart. It. It says, uh, the, the Bucks probably. The Bucks probably will win, but I'll be rooting for the Rams. Like I'll know deep down that it might probably won't happen, but I'll be rooting for the Rams all the way. So you've got three Rams there to go through. Did you go for the cards, Mark? I said whoever play you'll win. I don't I can't call the cards Rams game at this moment in time. I literally can't call it. Um whoever whoever wins that game, you'll still beat them, Jamie. Fair enough. Well, we'll go five and zero in the books then. We all say the books are gonna win. It's gonna be a big embarrassment when we lose to the Rams next week. I think the cards are gonna win. I think the cards are, are better than the Rams. Uh and I think we would beat the cards. Like I said, I think the cards is an easier game for us against the Rams. The Rams are our jinx team. Don't like him. Hate Sean McVeigh. <laughs> yeah, five nil. And the hey, final did you know Sean McVeigh's 35 and 1? <laughs> Did you know he's 35 and 0 for if he's been 10 and 0? <laughs> if he's 10 nil up. Was it 10 nil up? Oh, the Shadow one. It was like leading by 17, <laughs> I think. Fucking ridiculous like that. Um, and the last one is the Chiefs and the Bills. The big one. The big one. Mark. 
This Chiefs team's built. This Bills team, sorry, is built to beat the Chiefs. That's a high shell coverage. The Fraser defense, everything that they've done, they've done to beat the Chiefs after the Chiefs beat them last year. So I am gonna go Bills. Matt. Um, well, <clears throat> I hate myself for saying these words, <laughs> but I think the Chiefs, okay. and I hope and pray I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> JP. Ooh, um, because they've been wildly inconsistent all year, I'm going to say Chiefs because I don't think the Bills are going to be able to do it back it up two weeks in a row and they're going to have to to win that game. Bones? <laughs> I'll just say the Bills then, all right, Bones? Sorry. I'm <laughs> you want to go last? It's fine. You can go last. I choose the Bills. I think the Bills are going to win. It's going to be a very great game, regardless That's of the result. Two, two and two, deciding ones on you, Bones. <laughs> Is he actually with us? <laughs> I have no idea what's Sorry, on. I'm lagging out a bit. I don't know if you actually spoke oh. to me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just got a little bit of lag. That's all. Um... For anyone not watching and listening, that would have been the most confusing thing ever. We're talking to Bones and we're looking at him, and everyone thinks there's, there's nobody there. <laughs> I mean, sorry. The um. The Chiefs this year have looked entirely beatable, to be honest. I think the Bills could have. I think the Bills could genuinely have this. They've got what? They've got home field advantage, do they, against the Chiefs, or the Chiefs got it? Chiefs. Chiefs have it. Either way, I actually think the Chiefs have looked entirely beatable this year. Even even after the Steelers show last night, I was that was yeah. I, I think the Steelers. Bills could take it easily, and I hope I kind of hope they do. Like I'd really like that. I can imagine like the AFC looking at what well, as we said it. The Bills and the Bengals in the AFC, and the Packers and the Bucks again. <laughs> It'd be weird because we've been saying all year how much stronger the AFC is, and yet arguably the two best teams there are the NFC. Teams. And the two MVP candidates are from the NFC. Yeah, although I think that kind of does does kind of boil down. Oh, Debo, that's three NFC players. <laughs> <laughs> the NFC is very sort of top heavy. The 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 good sides are obviously very good, but then there's just yeah, been there's, a lot of like very similar teams from the, the top teams to the the rest. Whereas I think the AFC's more evenly spread. Just mm. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it's, it's a shame the Bills Chiefs isn't the AFC Championship game, really, because I fancy whoever wins out of those two to beat the Bengals all the times. Oh, we'll discuss that next week and figure out what's going on. If we're on next week. Yeah, at the moment. If we're all done in the playoffs next week, we could all be knocked out at this point next week. I'm the dream be honest, could be over. Like the reason we've had a pod the last two weeks is because the 49ers have won and I've driven it. So basically, <laughs> if, you want us, if you want to see us next week, I hope we beat the Packers at Lambeau, I guess. JP could be the only one in the playoffs next week. <laughs> I could be the only one in the playoffs again. And that would be a very surreal turn of events. <laughs> I, I, uh, who knows? Anything could happen in the NFL. Anyway, so I mean, so it's, 
It's a bit of I think, podcast um, of awkward silences, hasn't it? I um, yeah. I apologise to anybody who's blind or is listening to this because you probably don't have a fucking <laughs> clue what's going on. But to be fair, we're both, we've all got sight and you know we're watching it and we don't have a fucking clue what's going on either. So you to know, be honest with you, I wang quite a lot, so my sight is starting to wane a little bit. <laughs> all right, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> 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 Wherever you're listening, make sure to press that follow and subscribe button, like, get Thanks out of us, for, uh, love it. Thanks for listening yeah. to the third and jizz podcast. Just hang on a second. <laughs> we did we did have a question in the chat. How did we all choose our teams? Now, do we want to answer that or what we what we go back to there? the older episodes? We've all said it at yeah. some point. He's, he, well, he's, the guy asking is a good friend of mine and JP. he's a very he's a great guy, Neil. Um, Quickly, I mean, I need to get ready for football here. Let's go. But you, you go first, then. Well, how did you? Need to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to be here. Uh, I'm Buccaneers. So my friend in Brady. High school, was a Carolina Panthers fan and he got Madden 2004 on the PlayStation and I used to go around to his house and we decided to play it so I decided to get it the year after or that year and I decided to start a franchise mode and it was back in the day you had to do the IQ tests on it I don't know if you remember that back on Madden yeah. you had to do an IQ test on career mode and I did so well I got drafted to the books and that was my team nice Nice, I can definitely know that was the reason. There you go, I haven't watched the old episodes and I'm part of the podcast team. (laughs) (laughs) It was episode two of the Third and Short podcast. Um, Well, I'll go, I'll go. 49ers, similar to you actually, Jamie. I bought an NFL game um, when I was a kid and due to the slightly bizarre way that they organised the teams, the 49ers were first, I guess because it was a number starting rather than a letter. they also play in red, and as as the podcast meme, I like red. I like red. I'm also a Liverpool and Wigan Warriors fan. Um, and they're also a historically good team that haven't won anything for quite a while. And if you know anything about Liverpool and Wigan, you'll understand why the link is there. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking, there you speaking go. Of, obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan as well. And then I found out, obviously, they're owned by the Glazers, who own Manchester United. So, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because United <laughs> fans seem to hate the Glazers. So that's kind of fun, and seeing all their money being spent on Brady and then and then the books and then winning the Super Bowl and United not winning anything for the past seven years—that was a beautiful sight as well. Yeah, I like that. Bones, talk to us about your love for pussies. I picked my team because I hate myself and uh, just want to sit myself forever. Um... <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 basically it. I just self abuse. <laughs> I think that takes us nicely to Mark. I've basically been an NFL fan since the 80s, but didn't pick a team until the early 90s, probably. The Raiders were kind of popular with, with NWA and fashion. You could get their merch everywhere. Um, as an 11 or 12 year old in 1991. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to follow a team and the radars, you could buy that kit everywhere, so it was easy to get a hold of the merch. So the, the radars kind of followed. But also since then, they're kind of a bit like Newcastle United. The radars playing black and silver, Newcastle black and white. When they were in Oakland, they had a famous bridge. We've got a famous bridge. <laughs> black hole, the Gallagher end. White bridge. Not won anything for fucking ages. You know what I mean, though? There we go. Radars fan. 
Join us next week on the third and short bridge podcast. Well, we'll be talking about <laughs> next week, Golden Gate. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I, I've, I've told the story a few times, but my sister was going to America on holiday, and I've just started watching NFL around about 2004 or five time. Uh, I didn't have a team. Uh, I was I was edging towards the Packers because they had a player called Davenport playing. Um, I, I said to my sister, "Bring me back an NFL jersey in whichever team it is, uh, and that'll be my team." And it's her fucking fault. I've had so many years of misery. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Gemma. I mean, to be fair, if you were a Packers fan, what they've only won it once anyway in that time. It, it doesn't matter. They've won games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they'll always win a division, won't they? But you know. Can't win the playoffs. Well, I yeah, they, I want to... the division at least. <laughs> yeah. Always, always, always. Yeah, cheers for the question, Neil. Thank you. Um... On that note, can we I'm dying for a slash. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we've just got another hour to go. Um... <laughs> yeah, so lads. Uh... I'm trying to fully eat half water. Please let me that. Just mean that because you, you've already you've already told our viewers how often you masturbate, Mark. So I don't think yeah. I'm having a piss on camera. Stop primary school. If you really. want to go for a piss, you don't have to ask. You can just go. We'll, we'll, we'll work around it. You Excuse me. Last week, you weren't even. Your video wasn't even on the fucking. Now we know. Now we know where you went last week. You went for a piss. <laughs> Camera's gone. Uh, no, it's it's been another fun episode, guys. Thanks to all you four as well. Um, I know, Jamie, you've got a shoot, so I'll make it quick. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Join us next week. Follow us at Third Short Pod on all the socials, whatever they are. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, thanks. And we'll hopefully see you next week.